It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Tuesday episode, and I am so glad that you've chosen to join us once again today as we have this opportunity to look into the Word of God together. We're looking at a series called Christmas for the Hurting because we realize this is a season, although it's a season of joy and peace and anticipation, For many, it's also a season where we remember those we've lost, where we remember different grief that we have been through in life. And today we're going to look at this wonderful truth about Jesus. He came as the mighty God. He came as the healer. And as the mighty God, he touched the hurting. He did not pass them by. You know, a couple of days ago, well, last week on Friday, we looked and we saw how he stopped for the one, one hurting man, one desperate man, Bartimaeus. Jesus stopped for that man. Yesterday, we saw how Jesus went to a crowd of mourning people, and he told them, do not weep. Not that he doesn't understand the weeping, but he was going to do a miracle on their behalf. What a mighty God we serve. And today, we're going to look again at how the healer, how the mighty God touched the hurting. Let me ask you, have you ever not wanted to touch somebody because they're dirty. You know, with my kids, I've had three kids, and my kids, I I remember times that they've come up to me for hugs, and they have jelly stuck to their face, or they have sugar stuck to their face, and of course, not so much anymore, now that they're a little bit older, but I'm thinking of the two, and three, and four, and five-year-olds, and they want a hug, and they have all this dirt, or all this food stuck to them, you kind of say, "Oh, oh, wait a second, you know, don't hug me now, go clean off, go clean your face, wash your hands, because you don't want to be touched by filth, at least, uh, you know, some of us more than others. I'm not too picky about it, but when I see it really disgusting, it's like, hey, why, why don't you go to the bathroom first and wash off? Jesus, though, was not afraid to touch those in their greatest need. Jesus was not repulsed by those who were in their times of greatest need. And You know, we're talking about how Jesus was born as a baby. That's what we remember in this season. And of course, he was born in a stable. He was born in a manger. He was born not in a pristine, perfect environment. He was born in a humble, dirty manger. And that's where Jesus was born. But he didn't stay, of course, as a baby. He grew into a man. But as he grew, he was not afraid to touch the hurting, not afraid to touch the contaminated. Let's look at Luke 5. Luke 5, 12 and 13, while Jesus was in one of the cities, there came a man full of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and begged him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. There was a man, the scripture says, full of leprosy. And leprosy was the most feared disease in the world at that time. It was a terrible, awful disease. It ate away at your skin and it led to a slow, agonizing death. It also was the most contagious uh, disease known in the world. You know, if a leprous man, leprous woman touched someone, there was a high degree of probability that that person who was touched would then get leprosy. Uh, So thus, lepers were subject to complete and total social isolation. They made colonies for lepers to live separately from everywhere else. If you touched a leper, you would often get leprosy. You know, the law at different times actually said that if you had leprosy, it was so contagious, you were required to shout, unclean, unclean, 
before anybody even came within, you know, several feet of you, you had to shout, unclean, unclean, so that healthy people wouldn't inadvertently touch a leper. It was a horrible, horrible disease, and no sane person would come up and touch someone with this disease. Even if it was your own family, family members would run away when they found out another member of their family had leprosy. It's an awful thing. But what did Jesus do? When this man runs up to him, falls before him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. What did Jesus do? In verse 13, and Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him saying, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Couple things to notice here. The mo- Jesus When this leper fell before him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. If you will, you can help me. If you will, you can break through on my behalf. Everybody else in the world, if they were sane, if they were rational, they would have run away. They would have said, no, I can't help you. They would have said, no, maybe if they were compassionate, they would have said, oh, I feel so bad, but get away from me. If they weren't a compassionate person, they just would have said, get away from me. They would, have sw- they would have sworn at the person. They would have screamed at the person. They would have treated the person like dirt. That's what most people would do. Even the most compassionate would have just said, I'm sorry, I have to go. But what did Jesus do? When everybody else would have ran away, Jesus reached out and he touched the leprous man. Jesus reached out when everybody else would have run away. Jesus wasn't afraid to touch the sick. Jesus wasn't afraid to touch the hurting. Jesus wasn't afraid to touch the desperate. Jesus gave hope. Jesus gave healing. Jesus reached out and touched the leprous man. And of course, the second part we need to see in here is not only did Jesus touch the man, not only did Jesus have compassion, Jesus also had power. And when he touched that leprous man, it says, immediately the leprosy left him. I will, Jesus said, I will make you clean. And the leprosy left him. You see what Jesus had inside of him, the power that Jesus had, the love Jesus had, the joy Jesus had was stronger than the leprosy in this sick man. The power of God is stronger than the power of the enemy. So I want us to see this, friends, in this season, when you may be going through grief, when you may be going through pain, Jesus is not far away. He's not standing aloof saying, well, I can't touch you now. I can't help you now. You're too sinful. You're too messed up. You're too sad. You're too depressed. Jesus isn't saying that, but Jesus is reaching down to heal you. Jesus is reaching down to meet you. Jesus is reaching down to give you hope and comfort. In the middle of your pain, he is the mighty God. Whatever you are walking through, don't feel that Jesus is going to be aloof from your pain. Don't feel that your pain is too great. It's something that he's going to be afraid to touch. Jesus is with you. Jesus is with you. You know, I've realized that as my wife and I and the rest of our family went through the great grief process of losing Caleb, one great truth I realized, Jesus wasn't afraid to, to, get, to meet us in the middle of our pain. Jesus wasn't uh, avoiding the pain, but he came and sat with us. He came and spoke to us, and then he also released his supernatural healing. Times when it, it was just so dark, He released joy and hope and peace and gave us strength to carry on. He will do the same for you. No dark place is irredeemable. Jesus, if he has power over leprosy, he has power over your pain, your grief, your loss. He will meet you. Even while you still feel the grief, 
you'll experience hope and joy and peace that only comes from the one who isn't afraid to touch the hurting. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.